just realized I got um, 18 updates for Xbox. Fucking hell. Very nice. Hi, guys and girls. Welcome to episode 80 of the Spartans in Pajamas uh, podcast. I am keeping that little bit in with Dolph there at the beginning. <laughs> Pass. Well, you started just as I clicked record, so... I don't know, you just clicked record, did I? <laughs> if I go silent for a long period of time... You know me, I like to fucking talk. Yeah, true. Really? I never, could never, never guess. <laughs> Quiet as a mouse. Well, yes, I am. Uh, I am Lars High hostage, not with the mostage, but with the record button. Um, as always, I have long suffering Dolph. Yeah, you know I'm here because I record before I can fucking knew where we started. <laughs> we got Star as well. Hello. And we got Bob. Hi. This is just the the four of us tonight because uh, yeah, everyone's yeah. having work. Dying of some sort of thing, or just Sparko. Everybody has. Everybody else apart from us has a life. I mean, I have a life. <laughs> it's just not very interesting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Me too. Is one of your cats scratching themselves? No, he's just being a dick. So I'm distracting uh, him from like eating um, my feet. Like, look, don't scratch me. Yeah, he did that I... earlier. My arm's like covered in scratches. Yeah. So I've got a toy with a jangly bell. You've got a jangly bell end? Yeah. My pussy is playing with his jangly bell end. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Bob, such words coming out of such a dainty young woman. <laughs> Honestly, you don't want to know the kind of conversations we've been having at work today. Uh, trust me, they can't be any it's worse than my conversations. Filth. It's been a filth. It's the sanitation filth. place? Do tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 well, we challenged one of the guys, Ben, to do a helicopter. And they're like, what? what? What's that? I'm like, oh dear. Well, at least you didn't ask him to look understand. up... At least you didn't ask him to blue waffle. No. <laughs> no, but funnily what? enough, one of my work friends, Jodie, she's got quite tubby fingers. So she's sausage fingers. And because I've got blue hair, she calls me her blue waffle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, sausage fingers. Go on, go do some room scraping. <laughs> uh, I think I would like that kind of taking <laughs> Got a bloody waffle? No. Yeah. Well, I, I turned like an insult that my ex-wife used to call me through to a, a cute name for the boy. Uh, she used to call me Monkey Boy all the time, and now <laughs> my boy is my little Monkey Boy, and I just call him mm. Monkey every now and again, and he loves it. He's actually yeah. not upset with that one. And it was one of those things where no. I, it was a sign of hate from my ex-wife, but for me, it's a sign of love. Yeah. And it works. Um, yeah. I mean, some names I've been called. I mean, this weekend I've been called all of them. I've been called a bell end. I've been called a retard, which I took personal offense to being actually a person with learning disabilities, which uh, I don't think they knew that, but still, I was fucking angry. Um, why can't they just call me a dickhead like everybody else does? <laughs> and this was all bar work stuff, by the way. Um, so. You know, it's all fun and games until someone calls you fucking name. 
but they're all super barred, which is great. <laughs> um, have you had much? I mean, you've only been back a day, haven't you, Dolph? So, have you had any real problems today, or if you? No, not really. I don't behave themselves. I mean, the only fuck up I did today was um, I gave some of the wrong drink because I couldn't remember what the fuck they drank from six months ago. I found it funny. Well, if the dickhead's right. going to come in and be like, can I have the usual? I was like, when were we drunk on Smith? I was like, I don't know. It's been like six months. I've asked the server, you have to apologize. You have to forgive me if I can't remember everyone's drink order. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's true. Uh, he's, a, he's a carling, though. I was like, oh, I gotta get sorted. The thing is, if you come in and went, oh, I'll have me usual, then that's his fucking fault. Mm. Six months, dude, come on. <laughs> I mean, I must admit, in a really sad way, some of the drinks orders and the, some of the regulars' drinks are coming back to me. Yeah. but Just routine, isn't it? Yeah, but like, until you get back into that routine, you're going to struggle. So, yeah, yeah, fucking six months, and he's like, oh, the usual. I I would have literally turned around to the person who said that and what the fuck's that? It's been six months. Are you drinking piss this day? Uh, I could probably get about half a pint if I, if I if I really you go for it. Know. It might yeah. be a bit warm. But it's the same as our customers though. We get emails from them like, "My bin has not been emptied. Why not?" And you're like, um, I don't know who you, you are. are. Could you please tell me? Or I'm they give you like, yeah. Or they're like, my name's Joe Bloggs. My bin hasn't been emptied today. Like, oh, okay. Um, Good for you. Uh, uh, where do you work? <laughs> it's like they, we're supposed to know who they are by their name. Like, we've got millions of customers. We've no fucking idea who you are. But I've not had any crazy correspondence lately. Aww. No, unfortunately not. The fact that he he that guy was just like and then just disappeared off the face yeah. of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, nothing. It's like, like I imagine your they... CEO's this person. No, it's not. But okay. <laughs> I imagine like the after you put the phone down, some guy with a straight jacket and a hypodermic needle just fucking took yeah. him away. Like, like, come on, you've had your five minutes of telephone time. Let's go. Come on, Jared. You you got to stop harassing <laughs> the young ladies down at the waste disposal place. They don't even know yeah. who you are. No. Well, we do actually have um, an old gentleman who calls in. Um, I haven't spoke to him personally, but other colleagues have. I think he lives in a residential home, and he absolutely is obsessed with the bins. He rings up quite often and like. I'm just checking to see when you come in to do the bins at this place. <laughs> I've just seen your men come to do this. Are they okay? It's quite sweet, really. <laughs> you, you ought to give him a Christmas well, yeah. card or something. I know. Bin. I feel like we should send him like some free stuff because he he's obsessed with them. I think he'd really. He, I think he's. That. He would. He would definitely. I may suggest it to our manager. Yeah, get some brownie points because then it'd be like. Yeah. You might be on the news, it's like, oh, uh, local bin uh, receptionist for a waste company, uh, and I'm just I'm getting it all wrong, I'm fucking Europe. Uh, Bob um, does a nice thing for bin enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I also, when we did the, yeah, um, the sock thing for the people with Down syndrome, 
Mm. Between customer service and sales, we'll raise nearly three hundred pounds for them. Very good. Ooh. I yeah. saw you at five. So it's I? quite. No, it's all right. I know. I wanted to put down some. There's another one next year. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Get me next year. Be like, hi. I will. Open me with a pen and everything. I will. Give me the fucking money. Yep. I will. <laughs> People say I, I look when, I, especially when it's pissing it down at work, and I've got the mask on and I've got my hood up. Um, they say I look like really threatening. So like the regulars, I go up to them, I'm like, "Give me your order! Give me your order!" And like jab the pen in the direction. <laughs> they're, they're the only ones that see the funny side of it. Anyone else would be like, "What the fuck's this weirdo doing?" Yeah. Uh, uh, so before we start, Star, you're you're very quiet, and we've not really touched on uh, how you've been. You're all right. Yeah. I'm good. Okay, it's let's right. start then. <laughs> um, um, keeping up, keep, keep, keeping, um, keeping up with Dolph, you know, making sure he he stays out of trouble. Someone's guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have. I don't quite have that. Bob lives too far away <laughs> to stop me from getting in trouble. I can't even stop my mother from getting into trouble. So. We have yeah. a lurker. Ah. Hello, lurker. Hello, lurker. By the way, it's, it's, hello. it's Sparks. <laughs> if you see any topics that you wish to weigh in on while you're lurking, feel free to, because there's only four of us at the moment, so... Uh, yes, and continue your lurkage. So, um, alright, with the introductions out of the way, and the lurker lurking... Um, and, and mini rant. And, yeah. Um, so, let's get on with the first topic, and... I nearly said first topping. <laughs> yeah, it would have been Connor, right? <laughs> I would have been there, wouldn't I? Nearly. Um, yeah. All right, let me get this website loaded up. Uh, so, <laughs> you you put it down as the most expensive pizza. Well, in a, in a sense, it actually is, to be fair. And this better not fucking sound. There we go, that's good. It shouldn't, because it, it didn't sound on me. So this is from the mirror.co.uk. And it says, uh, ex Carla. Uh, oh. Ow, that's my bad arm. <laughs> ex Carla didn't shit except for 23 cock. grand after Boss excludes her from pizza order. Thank you, Dolph. Uh, I I'm probably going to fuck up all of this. So I'm going to go my. Oh my god, no, go. Just go. I saw the person's name. I saw the person's <laughs> name. And I'm. No, I'm not. It's too early. I can't. Yeah. Uh, receptionist at a car dealership has won 23 grand after she was excluded from an office pizza order as part of a, what a tribunal described as a campaign of victimization. A hearing ruled that Malgazata Luica, I probably hashed up as well, never mind, was deliberately left out of our bosses who did not include in her informal staff lunch. I, I, I'm not even going to try and say that word. That person's name yeah. is, is. I feel like it's got way more vowels than it should have. Uh, are we naming the company or? Mm, well, if it's named in this and it was settled, uh, yes, we can. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, so, Staff at Hartwell, which is a forward car dealership, uh, employees will be asked for the takeaway order by managers once a month, which could include things like pizza, fish and chips, or other fast food. But Miss Lewicka told her hearing that she 
her hearing, fucking hell, told the hearing she wasn't asked for her order on purpose. In events that unraveled as she was after she accused a member of staff of sexual discrimination. In March 2018, she submitted a complaint about her pay, working hours, and alleged discrimination. Uh, following this investigation, tribal heard that Hartwell found the member of staff and had, had committed gross misconduct and was issued a final written warning. After this, Miss Lewicka told the tribunal that she was then excluded from the company at lunch held on the last Friday of every month. She told the hearing that other employees were asked, but she was not asked if she wanted to order food or participate. Hartwell had claimed Miss Lewicka wasn't asked because she worked part time and finished at 1 pm, but the tribunal ruled this as was not an excuse. The tribunal also heard that Miss Lewicka was victimised by her colleagues who wouldn't speak to her or put the phone down if she answered her call. In January 2019, she was made redundant after the company said that her role she performed had to be full time. Uh, the judge ruled that this amounted to sex discrimination because she was a single mother and received less favourable treatment as a part time worker as a result. Uh, she worked for Hartwell and Watford from May 2014, but was moved to the company site in Hemel Hempstead while the Watford dealership went, un went underwent a rebuild between November 2016 and April 2018. The tribunal... The tri oh, I can't English this evening. The tribunal. The tribunal, heard that, the tribunal heard she was excluded from Pizza Friday in the Watford branch and complained about sexual discrimination in the Hemel Hempstead store. Uh, the judge ruled, we accept that lunches may have been ad hoc and they were informal. However, Ms. Lewica gave clear evidence that her manager went round the site taking orders and that she was included. However, when she moved to Watford, she was not asked if she wanted to order or participate, whereas other colleagues were. She could have been asked if she wanted to join in. Ms. Lewica, as a single woman with childcare commitments, has suffered a disadvantage from Hartwell's requirements that service advisors work full time, namely, she was selected for redundancy and dismissed. Uh, because of this, uh, she was awarded £23,079, including compensation for injury to feelings as well as loss of earnings. Fuck, just buy them the pizza, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I mean, it's expensive pizza. Oh, £23,000. Yeah. Better she better got more than four fucking toppings, though. On a pizza, she did get one. <laughs> the thing is, though, she still didn't get the pizza, did she? She just got money. No, no. she still didn't get she the got pizza. Money to buy her. She got some money to buy as much pizza as she wants now. Yeah. Mm. Be like, I know you've just given me twenty three grand. Well, I still want a fucking pizza. I still want my fucking pizza. <laughs> I'd have been like that as well. I'd have been like, okay, twenty three grand, yeah, and a pizza. Yeah. This yeah, with this yeah. stuffed fucking crust. Fucking by three p.m. Garlic herb, mm. <laughs> herb cheese stuffed crust. Uh, yeah, discrimination bad. The fact that. Yeah. They didn't include her. Uh, yeah, the fact that they got evidence that, that she was completely left out on purpose, bad. Um, if it was done by accident, not so bad, but, you know, you'd have thought you'd have gone around and asked. I mean, we do that when we order food from work. We go around and ask everyone. It, we make a point of doing that. Like, you might hate yeah. somebody you work with, or... They might be an arsehole, but you still make sure they, they get food. If they... And I've worked with some numpties in the past, and they still got food. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. 
It's uh, nice to see that uh, Miss, insert name here because I'm never going to be able to say it, got her compensation for those bunch of fuck-ups that work in a car dealership. Mm. Also, part-time job is still a fucking job. I, I had this problem with the um, the job centre. When I first got my bar job, which I've been at for nearly nine years now, um, they told me that I had to quit that job and find a full-time job because it was only part-time. Which job? Yeah, and I said to myself, "I'm working." The fuck? I mean, if they ask you to, if they are saying, "Oh, you need to quit because it's part-time job," you could just just say to them, "Well, if I quit this job, you're gonna um, pay back for the loss of earnings." No, I don't think so. Hmm. I'd, I'd have been like, they should, be, right. they, should be happy, they should be happy you in a fucking job, part-time or otherwise. Yeah. Like I was, I was less of a drain on the government when I was in part-time work, and right, now. It's it's just, you know, it's less one, it's your one person they have to pay JSA for, if that is stupid a fucking thing. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I don't claim any job seeker clients, and I haven't for at least seven years. I mean, I claimed it for about two weeks before I got my bar job. That was it. Hmm. I, think, I think I was on income support, though, for the longest amount of time, because I was actively raising my, ki my kids, so, you know. It was like, then they put me on job seekers, they were like, alright, you're the scum of the earth now, you haven't been working for this long, it's like, Dude, I've been raising my fucking kid. Yeah, they don't care about that, though, do they? No, no, no. I'm a, mm. I am a number and a number that isn't earning. So, yeah, they, they shot me pretty hard. And then it got down to the point where I was working enough hours where job seekers would give me £5 a week. And I was still getting all my rent and council tax stuff thought because that was separate from that. And I was like, you know what, fuck it. I can deal with that £5. And stop going. Yeah. Because it was like, fuck them. If they're going to treat me like shit, I'm not going to bother. And then next time I go back, if I end up having to go back because like, work goes down the shit or something like that, I just turn around and go, look, if I get a part-time job, you can't tell me to fucking look for a full-time one. Because I'm in employment. I've been, I, the last job I had that you told me to come out of, I was in for over nine years at this point. Well, hey, I don't even plan on leaving. That place will either burn down or we all get fired. That that's the way it goes, I think. Yeah. But yeah. That's that's just like the team we are. Uh, and speaking of teams, so yeah, uh, yeah I'm gonna say well, it's eleven with the the dad as well, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, actually, it's eleven if you include the parents and the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, a pregnant lady who was expecting to set tuplets gives birth to non uplets instead. Right, this is from the NewYorkPost.com. Yeah, a 25-year-old mother who was expecting to give birth to an already jawed up in seven babies was shot to find two more babies tucked in her womb during labour, making her one of the very few women in history to give birth to non-uplets. For those who aren't aware, a non-uplets is nine babies. That's nine babies. That's, that is... Uh, yeah. She must have been massive. Halima Sisse from Timbuktu was told by doctors in Mali's capital Bamako or Bamako, that she'd be having seven babies. Second opinion from doctors in Morocco confirmed the count. Uh, her pregnancy had already made national headlines before she went into labour, so invested were malignants that the nation's president, Barnador, <laughs> okay, ordered that Sisse be sent to North Sorry. Africa in late to be able to give birth to with specialists present. That guy's name. <laughs> Bondo. 
Mm. It almost feels like this isn't a real post now that I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it... Well... She was admitted to a Morgan clinic on March 20th and remained on bed rest until giving birth on Tuesday. So I think this was last week, I think, I posted this. Uh, this was ty- This was from the 5th of May, the report. So just after last podcast, I think it was. And and that that and that she did. She gave a birth to a whopping five girls and four boys by cesarean section. Damn. Uh, the mother and babies are doing well so far. The health minister Fantasipi told a- agents France Press, as well by the Guardian. Sibi said they confirmed the news with the CC's resident doctor, who had accompanied the mum to be to Morocco, and added that the family is currently resting there with plans to return to Mali after thorough observation. The birth has already been hailed as a miracle, as doctors have said that each fetus faced more than a 50% odds of being stillborn. Pictures of these Nubbies babies are exceedingly like... rare, with only three incidents recorded since 1971. That's including the slightest pregnancy as well. Damn. Yeah. It's yeah, unclear. I found a bit on the, the CNN page as well. They were like between 1.1 and 2.4 pounds after 30 weeks of pregnancy. So that's. What, like, that's what, like half a bag of sugar? Yeah, well, a pound yeah. of sugar is just under a kilogram, I think. Hmm. Um, the thing is, as well, if you look at the pictures on this, like the guy's hand is huge compared to this baby. Just mm-hmm. in this picture. It's crazy. Um,. Like, they said that if the little ones pull through, the Malian mum would break the current world record held by now so-called octomum, Nadia Suleiman, whose birth of eight in 2009 was the first and largest newborn set in the world to survive past one week, all of whom are still here today. That benchmark was previously set by Chukwu Octoplets in 1998, and seven of those survived. It's unclear whether in vitro fertilization was involved in CC's pregnancy, as it was more common to give birth in multiples with the treatment. Mr. Sibby also gave her regards uh, to healthcare workers in Mali and Morocco, uh, whose professionalism is at the origin of the happy outcome of the pregnancy. That's the end of that story. I, I took a swing at the end because fuck it, why? I need to start reading these, even if they are fucking horrible. See, like, nine kids, though. That's... Mm. Yeah. Well, the fact that they're so tiny, that's probably why they they didn't see the other two and just thought it was seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you expect five that was <clears> from, like, dogs and cats, really. Yeah. Hmm. Well, like a litter, and this is what they call them. Mm. Uh yeah. Mm. So what do you what do you call nine what do you call nine births of um from a human then? You wouldn't call that a litter, though, would you? Well, other than an uplet, but yeah, I mean you could call it also call it a litter, <laughs> like a, a litter yeah. of CCs. Mm. Of their last name. Oh, if, if, if it was um if it was owls, it'd be a parliament. Mm. If it was crows, it'd be a murder. Yep. A flock of seagulls, a corral of horses, 
I can't remember. The, one of them's got a really funny name, and I can't remember what it was. And uh, what's the animal? That's the point. I can't remember the animal either. Is it a commonish animal? Commonish animal? A whaty whatu? A commonish. Oh, commonish. What? You like pigs, badgers, mm. um, fish. Yeah, no, I've, I've no gone. Well, maybe it'll come to you. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I'd, I'd like it to, but it's not. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's all this five G I've got in me at the moment. Yeah, scrambling the maybe. circuits. Oh, so, um, my best mate's birthday was on the fourteenth of May. Uh, me, him, and at least three or four other people I know all got our invitation to get our Pfizer COVID uh, vaccination appointments. Um, so, as of recording, I had mine yesterday morning. Uh, my arm is still ow, uh, <laughs> and I I felt a bit drained, so I slept about ten hours last night. Drank a shitload of water as well, just to make sure I was hydrated. Um, and yeah, my arm is fucking weird because i walked down to meet the boy uh to go into town and get him a, a birthday card for one of his mates and like i carried my coat across my arm and when i put it in his bag and i moved my arm straight again holy shit it felt like someone had punched me in all my joints like really hard it yeah, was it's like one of those it's like one of those feelings if someone punches in the arm repeatedly in the same place for a while yeah just goes dead. It, for me, it's kind of a mix of when you get muscle cramp in your leg and you can feel that like, that knot of pain mixed with the dead arm feeling of someone repeatedly punching you in the arm in the same spot. Do you think it'd be more akin to petrol pumps? Petrol pumps? Um, well, you land your back, someone puts um, some weight on your arm while your arm's out and you kind of move your arm Backwards and forwards like a like a one arm bandit, while holding your f- forearm still and moving your elbow joint backwards and forwards. What sex position so, is this again? Off, off the, so, so if you so if you lay if you lay flat on your back and you put your arms out and like a down by your side, straight out. You then bend your bend your elbow up so it's facing upwards. Someone then pushes your elbow upwards towards where you upwards in the same direction as your head, then pulls it back up and down. Look like a one arm bandit kind of thing. What the fuck did you get up to as a kid? This sounds really weird. I have no idea what it is either, yeah. What? And Spark, unlurk. What the fuck is Dolph talking about? I'm here, what? Dolph's going to describe something. What the fuck is he talking about? Okay. Um, have you ever heard of petrol pumps? Not in the pumps you go into a gas station for. As in the exercise. Kind of like that, yeah. I, I'm sort of, yeah. Yes. Um. Saying that's how you, when you get the numbness in your arm, and comparing it to Glossy's uh, cooth jab. Oh. I said it's like having muscle cramp and also being punched in the arm for like dead arm feeling at the same time. I just my arm just felt heavy. Mine don't feel heavy. Mine just hurts. Just round the back. But that was after a couple of days. 
first day it was pretty much all right. The, the muscle is very tender though, where it is, because I, yeah. I, if I touch it, it's like fuck no. Uh, I couldn't sleep on it. Um, yeah, Dolph was on about this thing, and he's like, "Oh, you bend your elbow, and you put your elbow up, and you go up and down." I'm like, "What the fuck's this on? What the fuck's he on about?" Even Bob had like, an idea. I thought it might be a southern thing. We're from north. We don't have a fucking clue about your weird, bloody no. fancy games with your elbows and shit. We just play Superman where you jump on somebody's legs when they're like up, stretched. <laughs> Evil. Good fun. Well, no, because somebody lays on the floor and they put their legs up and then you jump on their legs and you're like Superman. Yeah, you know, kind of like... like jump yeah. on their feet. Yeah, where you, where you like rest yeah. their body weight on your plank on their feet. Yeah, yeah, a Superman. Or if you are going to be evil, you walk up behind them and you knee them in the back of the knee joint so they fall I over. I love doing that. I well, love jumping. I'm gonna do a superhero landing. You know, land on one knee with a <laughs> fist down. <laughs> but you've got to scream superhero landing as you do it. Otherwise, you know, it's, it's not legal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, so. Apart from that, I'm in fine mood and stuff. Just the just the arm, really. Um, I didn't feel hot or cold like Barks I could feel. Um, a lot of people were telling me I get headaches and stuff. Uh, I think it is it was literally for me just just the arm, really, and the tiredness. Um, I mean today I've been okay, just the arm, really. And I really wanted to stop aching before I go to work tomorrow because I'm carrying a lot of heavy things tomorrow. And the last thing I want is to be fucking like in pain lifting things. Um, because yeah, that's gonna suck ass. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm not dead. I'm getting better 5G uh, connection. I don't have 5G, but lol. Um. Are you radioactive? Though? No. I've I've not looked to see if I glow in the dark yet. I mean, you get a Geiger counter, I think. Yeah, we got a little glow stick in the night. <laughs> oh, I've just been reading what groups of animals are called, just for funsies. Yeah. And I didn't realise a group of t a group of frogs is called an army. Yeah. <laughs> And a group of hippopotamus is called a bloat. A bloat. It's weird. A yeah. bloat. Jellyfish is a smack. A s sorry, <laughs> snack or smack? Smack. Smack. A smack of what jellyfish. Like <laughs> I thought you said a snack. I said, um, well, that's kind of. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, oh, um, yeah, I'm going to say I wouldn't give them a bite. Mm. No. A prickle of porcupines. Mm hmm. Yeah, you know, they're prickly anyway. <laughs> and a stench of skunks. And that one's very on the nose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, my humour's not been uh, affected or anything like that. I'm still just as dumb as I was before. Um, but yeah, you know, it helps everyone around me by doing it. Um, and having like asthma as well. It helps me. Because apparently they're saying now that when people have had both vaccines, they are 96% more likely to get the antibodies uh, occurring them naturally going forward. 
they won't need to repeat doses. So that's good. Um, but yeah, they need to definitely slap some of these anti-vaxxers and these naysayers who still don't believe this shit's real. Just get it fucking done. Like the people, like so, where I went to was like um a, a theater, but they basically just repurposed it for just giving people vaccines, and. Uh, the people at the front that was making sure we were the right people and we had proof of our age. That was a fucking thing, actually. I'm going to carry on with this one. I thought I'd finish with this one. I just remembered the the, the total fucking ball ache of Monday. Um, so, it said I need a proof of age, right? I don't mm -hmm. own a passport because I've never left the country and I've never learned to drive. So, I've never had like that kind of ID. So I was like, shit, alright, I'll look for my birth certificate. Uh, yeah, I couldn't find it. So after school, picked the boy up, dashed into town, into the town hall, went into the office. Hi, I need a birth certificate for tomorrow. And it's like, okay. Oh, excuse me. Okay, um, we're not doing face-to-face -face appointments for this. You have to ring this number to talk to me. And, um, We'll get back to you uh, about it. I said, if we can do it, it and it is today, I know it's a rush because you need it for this, uh, it'd be about half four. I got there at like, what, half three? Because we fucking pegged it down the hill uh, from school to the town hall. And I'm like, okay, uh, would it be possible for you to ring them before I go to make sure we can definitely do this? Otherwise, I'm kind of going to have to try and figure out another way to prove my age. Uh, so he rang through and says, yeah, that'd be great, right, you need to go, uh, go and ring this number. So I'm literally sat on the front of the town hall steps, ringing this number. Uh, I missed out it the first time, rang some random woman in a department that was nothing to do with the uh, registrations of birth and death. So I was like, I'm very sorry to have troubled you. Rang back to the guy who I'd talked to inside. Uh, he paid for my thing. It was £35, by the way, for the same day, um like reproduction of my birth certificate if yeah. i wanted it like a week later it would cost me 11 pounds by post so yeah i kind of wish i'd fa i knew that i had to do the thing beforehand and i I would have probably ordered it like two weeks ago but hey so did that got it sorted got it done um Showed my proof of age when I went to the, the thing. The woman was like, okay, now you've shown it me. You don't have to show it again. I'll put it back in my pocket and all that. It's now, also, it's in an envelope fucking taped to my fridge with birth certificate written on big fucking letters and it's not moving from my fridge now until I get a new fridge. <laughs> because that's what I've had to do to remember that it's fucking there. Um, so I went in. Uh, I, was, I was very nervous by the whole experience. I didn't know how I was going to be trapped. Um, and everyone was really fucking friendly. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, can you just come over here, please? Uh, and they're like, have you got any allergies and stuff? Uh, and I'm like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. And like the woman said to me, uh, okay, I'm going to do your injection in a second. And I said to her, okay, I don't like needles, I'm going to look away. And she goes, oh, I can get, uh, one, and she pointed at one of the security people. And I'm like, I can get them to do a dance for you if you want. And I went, nah, I I, it's Monday. I don't really want to uh, make his day any worse. It was Tuesday, by the way, when I had my injection, so I was definitely not in the right day when I went there either. So uh, she gave me my injection, didn't feel a thing. It was great. 
Um, had to sit for 15 minutes um, to make sure that I was alright. Apparently, the young ones that have had to have their injections, um, she says, oh, the, the woman who was like going around checking on everyone and like wiping the seats down when you leave, was like, oh, there are a lot of uh, younger ones that come in that uh, will come here on an empty stomach or have been like exercising beforehand. They have the injection and then they fucking collapse because uh, their body was just not ready to start the injection and everything. So it like kicked in a bit early because they're fatigued and it just drops them. So I'm like, oh, oh sh yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, I've not had any breakfast. <laughs> so uh, I, I managed to get out fine, went straight to one of the cob shops in town, nommed a bacon and sausage cob, bus home fine like i said the only thing that i've had problems with it is I've, I've felt tired and my arm um and you know at the end of the day it's not f just for me it's for everyone else if i can take it and make it so that people are less likely to get it uh and it's less likely to do them as much harm because we're fine it off as a whole then fuck it let's let's do it like i said and like the quote somebody said, I'd rather have the vaccine now, wear the mask, do the social distancing, and then spend the next 20 years fucking arguing if it was a conspiracy in the pub than drag yeah. this shit out right now. So if you guys are nervous and stuff about it, get it done. It's not just for you, it's for everybody around you as well. You are helping um, everyone not get it again. Because if you get it, you're going to fight off so much more efficiently if you've had the injection. And do, just do it, okay? I think we've all had at least one injection in this podcast as well. I've had... Yeah. I'm on, I'm fully vaccinated now. Yeah, yeah Stars had both. Uh, I've got, I've got, my, I've got my second one Sunday. I've got my second one in the first week of June. Uh, I think Sparks was... Do for his second one, or has he had his second one? He's had his first. I think his um second one's June. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. your, your second one's um June. end of July. End of July. July. Well, mine's August. So, um, yeah, get it done. Get it done, so we can go back to some more normal way of living. And those people who are very anti-vaxxers and stuff like that, uh, good luck, because probably not going to be let in anywhere if people uh figure out that you're an anti-vaxxer and you have a strong opinion because that's the thing we've had people that wouldn't put a mask on to come into the pub and wouldn't adhere to the mask rules and then we're having a go at people because uh it was great customer services and he weren't going to put down his name and he wasn't going to wear a mask and he didn't believe in all this shit and it's like well you're gone and like they're the people that's dragging this out and they're wanting it to be over but it won't be over until we all fucking follow suit no. And yeah, all right, you can say, oh, it's just government trying to control us. Well, if government were trying to control us, I think they'd come up with something a bit better than this. Because it's been a shit show. Not been organized enough to be a fucking government led uh, way of controlling us. Because if it was, fuck, they'd have done a better job. So, yeah, just, just stop being idiots. And uh, let's do it. Yeah, and you know what you want to worry about? You don't worry about COVID. Worry about the shortages of flakes for your ninety nines. No. 
This is from uh, businessinsider.com. This is very, very serious news, people. Very. Cadbury's uh, 99 flakes are running low in the UK and Ireland thanks to surging demand for the iconic ice cream topping. The UK and Ireland's most iconic soft serve uh, ice cream combo known as the 99 flake could be under threat this summer. Um, thank you, Pop-Up, for fucking destroying my flow! Uh, could be under threat this summer as company makes uh, the iconic topping grapples with a surge in demand. The flake is a thin bar of uh, folded chocolate popular at ice cream trucks when topping an ice cream cone. The combo is called a 99 flake. According to the Irish Times, ice cream sellers in Ireland have reported problems sourcing Cadbury's half-length chocolate flake. Cadbury's uh, owner, Mondelez International, confirmed the shortage in a statement to Insider and said it was a result of high demand. <clears throat> Do I put on a silly voice for this? I don't know. Maybe. We are seeing a recent increase in demand of, of our Cadbury 99 flake in the UK and Ireland that we had not expected, a spokesperson said, adding that the product had not run out completely and was still available for ice cream sellers to buy. By the way, they're in co-op. There's a box of like 20 99s in a box for £2. Something like that. I nearly bought some. And I was going to sell them yeah, onto the ice cream. I'm going to go bookers guy. and see if they've got any. Yeah, just buy the fucking box. It's like, dude, I'll do you a deal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Buy the box and, and then when the ice cream van comes around to mum and my dad's on a Sunday, I'll be like, bitch, I got my own flakes. Yeah, it's like, not 50 give me a boat. off. Yeah, give me... Better, yeah, just buy, just buy the box and, um, you know, put the price up to about five quid. Yeah, it's like, I bought the box for five pounds. I'll give you the box for a tenner <laughs> and free ice cream for a week. Scalping yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> speaking of free ice cream, because um, I don't know if you guys know, my mum has... To go for dialysis three times a week at the moment mm -hmm. and she has transport provided to and from sheffield which is fantastic the other week um when the ambulance drivers were bringing her back of course where he parked the mr tony bell ice cream man couldn't get back past after he'd been passed and turned around so <laughs> he stopped and he bipped his horn at the the ambulance people which is fair enough and then he gave him a free ice cream each oh that's good yeah which I thought so was, was the, quite nice. Yeah, There's not many the, people that would still do that. Was the bip um oi move or Yeah, it was it was the, the ice cream van noise like <laughs> come and get your free ice cream. You've worked hard, kids. Love Here it. you go. So yeah. um Mondelez so International oh, in, in, in your in your local area when you have your ice cream, is it um is it uh green sleeves or is it um something different? No, it's usually green sleeves, I think. What's, what what yeah. we get? We what we get? Was it? Is it Barney? Is it? Oh no, we don't have that. No. Has green sleeves. But then a food truck that comes round to work. We have a food truck that comes round at lunch times at work, and he has the um food glorious food as his bit. But obviously, it's just the music, and it every you can see him coming along. But every fucking time he comes down that hill, he presses the button, and he's like, shit, the food man's there. It scares the it's really loud. Really loud. It, um, <laughs> this will make you laugh. Um, and Dar um, 
of. <laughs> Lots of you probably do face palm. It took me for ages to realise that the ice cream song is Barney from the kids' TV show. It took me ages to realise that they're the same <laughs> thing. The thing is, though, that's not actually... That's actually, it's actually Yankee, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yeah. Oh. They, they just made it fit for Barney. It's the same theme, it's you, just you, different. You'll be very surprised how many songs do that. Yeah. yeah. Or, um, Children's Nursery Rhymes. Well, Barbara Black Sheep is um, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. It's N-A-B-T-D-E-F-G. Alphabet. Can't sing that anymore. That's not allowed. That's politically incorrect. And you got um alphabet A B C D E D E F G. Lodge, you wouldn't think I'd work with kids, would you? No. You got a big kid right there. Oh, funny. Mondelez International said that the ninety-nine flake bars were made in Oregon. Yes, Doug, go on. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for admitting that. He's a big kid, because he is. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> all right, so Mondelez International said that its 99 flake uh, chocolate bars were made in Egypt, outside Cairo, and in Coolock, outside Dublin. The most Irish name ever, Paddy O'Donnell, a business owner in Ireland... Uh, that supplies flakes to ice cream sellers told the Irish Times that it was impossible to get hold of the chocolates at the moment. Uh, I need a different silly voice and not stereotypical Irish. So, uh... Yeah. Um, I can't do Irish. No, I can't do it's Irish It's impossible, either, so. so it is there. No, see, it's, it's impossible. It's bad, isn't it? Impossible to get there. Uh, no, we can't do it. We do a no. shitty American voice, shall I? Uh, the word there is word that they will be coming out uh, in dribs and drabs. It is the first time I've heard of a shortage like this. He said. He added, "I have sold more flakes so far this year than I uh, I had right up to the middle of last summer. Hopefully, things will be back to normal soon. But I am lucky at least to have some left. Fuck, that was shit." <laughs> You kind it. of went a bit farmery then as well, like yeah. These are the last ones that I, I have had I for the last six months, and there, <laughs> there might not be any more coming along. There, there is word that it might be coming out in dribs and drabs. It is the first time I've heard of a shortage like this. He said. He added. There you go. <laughs> I have sold more flakes so far this year than I had right up to the middle of last summer. Hopefully, <laughs> things will be back to normal soon. But I am lucky to at least have some left. There we go. There we go. Farmer voice. <laughs> so you, you, you basically you went basically went you went the, the Wurzel route then. Yeah, I be yeah, you have to. Arr. You have to go the Wurzel route if you're gonna be a farmer. <laughs> you have to talk like this. Arr. And you have uh, to say herbs. Be, I've been herbs. in my herb garden and I've been planting everything, but them goddamn rabbits they cannot <laughs> do anything about it. Because <laughs> you need a combine herbs to love. And you need forty eight. Got a brand new one. I've got a brand new one. But do you have 40 acres? <laughs> no. Well, you only got 33. I got a couple of acres, yeah. but I'm sat on them right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, carrying on this story then, the origin of the flight name is unclear. In a statement to the BBC, Mondelez that its meaning has been a last the miss of time, but has offered... A possible explanation. In the days of the monarchy, 
in Italy, the king has specifically chosen guards consisting of 99 men, and subsequently, anything special or first class was known as the 99. And that is how the 99 flake came to be, uh, a spokesperson said. Can I just say, the reason why it was called 99 here was because it was 99 pence. Just going to say that. I'm sure it's because it was 99p. It was 99 pence! But due to inflation, it's now £1.99. Yes. This this motherfucker, though. This motherfucker. Oh, yeah, in the days of the monarchy in Italy, the king has specifically chosen a card consisting of 99 men. Not that it cost 99 pence, and I'm blowing shit out of my ass. Fucking hell. <laughs> Warren's up a flake. Do you know the flake is not that much different to the Cadbury's 12 bar? Do you know yeah. the Cadbury's 12 bar is literally just a flake with chocolate wrapped around it? Yep. Yep. Quite, They're both made by Cadbury. Super tasty. Oh, yes. The 12 bites are the best, by the way. Bite me. But surely, if they can make enough twirls, they can make enough flakes. Because all you need to do is go, this one's going to have chocolate on it. This one's not. This one's going to be naked. This we've one's got not. Of, we've, got, we've got an abundance of twirl bars. Just don't put the chocolate on. We can go, make a flake. Exactly. Simple. Just why? There we go. We've, so, we've solved it. Why don't we've you have the a posh, of the flakes. Why don't you have a posh 99 and it's, it's, a, it's a flake that's actually a twirl? So it's like when you have a posh wank, you wear a condom. This has just got a, a chocolate sleeve. And it's a posh. Same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Just nothing's going to come off in your hand. Ah! <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, and then, then, then the Irish guy, uh, Italian guy, can make up some fucking bollocks about how it was uh, made by the Duke Franz Ferdinand of Germany back in fucking 1912. And they had 99... Favorite chocolatiers that searched the land for fucking I don't know. Next no, topic. He, he, he had he had ninety nine red balloons. Ninety nine Zeef North balloons. See, it's German. See? Yeah. Was it loose waff? Was it loose loose waffen? Wasn't it loose waffen balloons? Or was it? No, loose was the well, German the uh, Air Force. I think Luftwaffe. No, that was the Schutzstaffel, wasn't it? Ninety-nine thick love balloons. Well, because well, it means red balloons. Oh, can't you can't you find this link? Uh, la, 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 la. No, not link from Zelda. Oh, there you go. We are moving into gaming, so I'll, I'll make a little yeah. segu. Uh, apparently. And I'm not sure how true this is. They are redoing Sonic Colors, uh, but like remastering it for next gen, like PS4, PS5, Xbox uh, One, and Series consoles mm-hmm. for its 30th anniversary. Because it's Sonic's 30th anniversary this year. Sonic's really 30. Mm-hmm. 1991. Sonic the Hedgehog. I played it. Uh, I got it for Christmas. Are we are we all here older than Sonic? Yes. Fuck man. I, I don't know. Maybe Star isn't Star still in the twenties? Isn't she? Speak for yourself. No. no. Star's <laughs> one year younger than I am. Gonna say Bob's a little bit older than I am, and I'm thirty six. And by a little bit, I mean so like got... months. We're all older than Sonic then. Holy no, God. more than months. Yeah, I thought you were like 30, oh. just thirty seven. Sonic... 
No, I'm 38 oh, this year. Am I You don't look it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Good save. Thank she you, doesn't. <laughs> does not look that. I bet she still gets ID'd. I do. I know, I still fucking get ID'd. I don't. No one gives a shit about them. I, I had to show some of the girls at work my driver's license because they didn't believe that I was born in 83. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I was thought that um, Stevens was older than me and she's younger than me. Yeah, she is, but... Because uh... mm. so when I met you guys, I met you, uh, Jackie... And Stevens, and I thought you were the same age. Mm. Oh. Uh, three of my mates what, when I used to work in a bar. What really ran me up is the fact that I went into my local supermarket, this was ages ago, when I was still is this the, in, is this, in my 20s. Is this the DVD incident? Yeah, and I got ideas for a you. I mean, come on. A you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a you. A five plus film. You got <laughs> oh ID'd for a five plus film. What? Yeah. That guy must be just taking the wholesale piss. There, there was no way. I'm, I'm just really, really tall. There's yeah, no way in fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can could understand if she was also buying a knife at the same time. But... <laughs> no, she didn't get ID for the knife, just the fucking DVD. <laughs> just the <just> DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I scanned painkillers and not batted an eyelid. I'm like, right. Depends on the, depends on the painkiller. Mm. True. Ibuprofen, no. Paracetamol, yes. Because, mm. yeah, Paracetam people are abused. You have to, paracetamol is a very, very... Good well, thing. I remember it was something. Because paracetamol, and it paracetamol, paracetamol, paracetamol is, is, over the is, is not a no-for-the-counter... Um, well, it is over-the-counter um, painkiller. Yeah. Most people do choose the OD on pa paracetamol. Yeah. It's like you take it's, massive adoption. Easily obtainable, and you you can't overdo you can't be overdosing ibuprofen because there's no there's no power in it. Mm. It's just painkillers and shit. Well, you probably still can, but you're not going to well, yeah, get anything in massive you know, amounts is going to fuck you up. You're not putting in your stomach pumped as much as um paracetamol. Yeah, paracetamol is like you have like six of those, and fucking you're gonna stomach is gonna kill you. You're done, pretty yeah. much. It's like that's why they say don't take more than your recommended dosage. It's like you could probably go three if it's like take two. Yes, it's, well, it's literally no that. more than it's one or two. It's one or two every four hours, but no yeah. more than um, a twenty-four hour period. Because I mean, I've seen what happens with people who've done like wholesale paracetamol abuse, and it's like it eats away at the stomach, like yeah. And that's why it's such a controlled fucking substance. Um, mm -hmm. crazy, yeah, but yeah. So Sonic Colors remastered is what we were getting on about before we went on this fucking slide. Like left tangent. Right. Uh, it's okay. It's just because it was like what? But yeah, the remaster is meant to be coming out this year. Uh, there was a thing saying that there's going to be more movies, shows, and games uh, between now and 2022. So I think with the whole COVID thing, they slid it back a bit. So we might get one game this year, but we're gonna get. There's definitely a TV show in 2022. There's obviously the new film coming out. Um, fuck, was it this year or next year? Next year. Uh, and there's going to be at least more games. I, I won't be surprised if there was a Mania 2 after the success of that one. Um, and some, th some like 
game that isn't Sonic Forces 2 because no one wants Sonic Forces 2. Sonic Forces wasn't a bad game, it just wasn't a great game. And also, if they're going to bring back Classic Sonic again in 3D, they need to give it a very good reason other than, oh, he was brought here from a different dimension this time. It wasn't your past self, Sonic. Which is literally how they explain this away. Even though when Modern Sonic meets Classic Sonic, it's like, oh, it's been generations since I saw you last. Completely just ruining the fact that Tails went, oh, you're that Sonic from another dimension. Immediately, like, retconning Sonic Generations in its whole. I have a child very obsessed with Sonic, by the way, so I know a lot about Sonic at the moment. <laughs> so, um, yeah. It was, it was like, frustrating that they, they did that. There's never been a definitive timeline of events since Sonic 3. Uh, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 kind of follow each other on. But after Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles, which is the same game but in two parts, uh, the story kind of drops and you don't actually get a definitive, coherent story past then. So, yeah, interesting. Um... Yeah, now I've rambled enough. Let's go on to the gaming topic that was put here next. Um, Kinseed? I didn't actually yeah. get a chance to look at this. So. I've, um, well, this has actually been out on Steam for quite a while, but it's still in early access. I only recently came to get on my radar through Twitter, so I had a little look into it. And it's a 2B... 2, 2B? Fucking hell. 2D sandbox-based game kind of thing. Yes, it is fucking spreading. <laughs> Um, and basically, it's a two D sandbox adventure from the Veterans of Larnia Studios Fable series. So I think it's I think it's just two developers are doing it. Mm. Uh, it's basically it's Stardew Valley esque with some Fable kind of kind of shit. Um, so basically, you can choose you can spend your day adventure in Fatherland while raising a family, or even run your own tavern, apothecary, blacksmiths, or a goods store. Um, Every person, domestic animal you meet remembers what you do or you fail to do. Um, the season will pass and living things will grow old and die. Faces from the past are replaced by the fresh young faces of new life for new generations. So basically, you you can play as you can play as a child, grow up, you know, have your own kids. Yeah. Your avatar will die, then you take over the child's. Um... Those multi generational storylines. Yeah. Um... Um, it says um you can things you do as as a younger child or young as a young individual um if you do bad things the the townsfolk remember for generations to come. Oh, your family's mm -hmm. a bunch of dickheads, yeah. Yeah, oh, you're the you're the offspring of this dick who you know used to go kick cows or some shit. Yeah, you're the, you're the cow tipper. We know you. Your family's a bunch of fucking degenerate cow tipping assholes. Yeah, oh, my chicken village. Cha it's fucking the chicken chaser. Fucking chicken chaser. What the fuck's that fucking chicken chaser doing? Chicken chaser. <laughs> Do you chase chickens? No, if, if it's one thing I used to enjoy doing when I was playing Fable in my younger years, I used to I just used to like just punting the chickens through um Bowerstone. <laughs> yeah. No, you get you get you get your strength and speed up, you can make those fucking babies fly. Seriously. <laughs> oh yeah. Definitely. Just take a run in, just take a run and leave, and you can just pump one chicken from the top end of the fucking, from the fucking dock to the other. Yeah, I, I, so, 
I played. Then you got um, then you got Fable Lost Chapters when you had this um guy who used to do this chicken kicking competition, but he even admitted that he used to f- started filling up with lead to stop you fucking kicking him so far. <laughs> but yeah, you still get strength up to max, and you can still bloody get make those puppies fly. Send it. Um. Yeah, I, it sounds cool. Uh, depending on what the price is, I might pick it up and have a look at it. I mean, it's currently on Alexax on Steam for seven fifty, I think. Not bad. Is Not is there bad. any planned multiplayer or anything to it? Um, let me just check the Steam page. Uh, recent reviews very positive. Uh, ninety one percent overall. All reviews out of um eight hundred forty six is eighty nine percent very positive. Uh, early access. Uh, the current state of the Alex Axis version, there's 25 unique regions to explore in the world. You can run your own business, such as the local blacksmith or goods store. There's two hours of beautiful music with far more plans for the future. There's all four seasons to experience. Task and events spanning your first year with much more to come. Player aging to the adult phase currently in its first draft. A world of charming and not so charming characters to interact with. Combat against some energetically mischievous foes currently in its first draft. Numerous items to finally collect on your travels. Keep on a mouse plus controller support. A large number of appalling puns and wordplays. Oh, God. So, dad jokes, basically. I'm going to say a lot. I love it. Because um, I was thinking with Stardew Valley, they didn't say it was going to be multiplayer, and then they made it multiplayer. Like I said, it's been yeah. early access for what, almost three years, so... Like I said, there's only two people, there's only two devs working on it, I think. Just two... Um, X Lionhead Studios from the Fable series. Not bad, considering how uh, Stardew was made by one guy and he's still working on it for the PC side anyway. And then there's like a console then he, team. That... He expanded to our console ports and network coding. Yep, and like those. So I think it's only two others plus him. So I think it's only three people doing it. Uh, I think Chucklefish is like a small studio, maybe like ten people at the most, and they're the, the mm-hmm. guys that do the the console ports and the net coding for all that shit. And he just gives the, the stuff. Yeah. yeah, the developer of Kinseed is called Pixel Count Studios. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to put that on my wish list, I think. And keep an eye on it. I might not get it, though. It depends on how fancy it is. Stardew is the right amount of fancy for me because it's like there are cars and there are phones. Shit. <laughs> Whereas... I don't know, high fantasy and stuff like that kind of, it, it gets a bit repetitive after a while. I know it's not a very favourable opinion here at the moment with everyone else, but I'm, I'm more, like I said, I've always been more sci-fi than I am high fantasy. So, uh, I like the idea. I think it is going to be a very good game, but I'm, I might not enjoy it as much. But then again, I liked Valheim and that is about as high fantasy as you can fucking get, so... <clears throat> yeah, there's my taste on it. Uh, it's um, it's a very small game though, 550 meg, mm-hmm. uh, four gig RAM, Intel Core i3, Windows 7 or higher, DirectX 11 video compatible card. You can run it on your potato that you've cut off. My potato doesn't work, unfortunately. The oh. PSU's shot. Oh no! I think the thing is though, you could probably pick one up for your computer for like under thirty quid. And then probably more and have more than enough power. Yeah, I might as well just get an upgrade. With fair. Yeah. So my my my, my PC's um went as XP anyway. So 
Oh, well, fucking hell. Yeah, so I don't think... Yeah. That's below Windows 7, isn't it, I think? Uh, yeah, XP was before yeah. 7. Microsoft I'm... don't support XP anymore. No. I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, my... That I can convince my parents to give me money for a upgrade to my PC for Christmas. <laughs> Given like the early opening, like I really want this, but I can't. If you can, be it to get five hundred pounds, because that's all I need. Um, I've looked into it. I just need PSU, CPU, and motherboard, uh, RAM, case. And then it's like, bam, done. 500 quid will get me a top white computer with my decent graphics card in it. Uh, and then like my hard drives. And that'll save me uh, probably a lot of money. Because if I was to get the hard drive, the P, uh, the G uh, on top of that, it'd be like 800 pounds. Mm. <laughs> so... Um, I just have to convince my parents that it's a, it's an investment in the. Yeah. I'll be able to do like better content. I'll be able to stream things. Uh, like I could probably do recording and streaming of the podcast at the same time then. So. It it would. I remember seeing this. Um. Well, I think this guy was just literally just flexing at this point. He um basically he has a PS Five. Mm. And he pays for gigabit um, download speeds, mm. and it took him what about just just over twelve minutes to download the entirety of um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla at forty gigs. Oh, I still want. So I want that game so badly. Thing with like the PlayStation, I don't think it can achieve full gigabit like download speeds. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, if it did, it would have downloaded the game in 40 seconds. In yeah. So, what did it take him? A minute? Uh, 12 and a half minutes. 12 and a half minutes. Yeah, he was definitely not hitting fucking massive speeds. I mean, he was, he was only, probably doing... You know, like like um, download in the store as fast as the... Yeah, it's... it's uh, press process allows. Well, for me, the, the whole Activision thing, fuck me, that... It's their service. It's supposed to depend highly on the service because the amount of times I've tried to download an update for like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, that's what killed the game for me. It was literally their download speed on their end. Well, their, sorry, their uh, server speed to download it from their server. It was so fucking... It was kilobytes. I was getting a, a 12 gig update in kilobytes because their servers were just fucked. And... That's what killed like Call of Duty Modern Warfare's online multiplayer for me. I thought it was really good. I fucking enjoyed it. But just the more updates and stuff that came along and the more people played it and the Warzone shit, it just killed any like download speed from them to me. And it's like, my internet's decent. It's not like gigabit internet, but like 60 megabits a second. Download easily would destroy a 13 gig file. In like 10, 15 minutes. And yeah. like for me to be sat there for four hours downloading this fucking file because it just decided you're going to experience 56k. Yay. It, yeah, it frustrated the shit out of me. But 
Ow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that picked up, though. I think my foot just cracked. Oh, I didn't hear the crack. I just heard the ow. I heard that. I heard the crack. I know you did. You're right there. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah, so... Um, Saints Row the Third remaster is getting an upgrade. So, I saw this literally today. Um, it's getting the the next-gen treatment. So, apparently, I will be getting the next-gen version of this. I already own the remastered, I think. Um, but what will happen is um, the game will be 4K60 in, like, like a high fidelity mode, and then performance mode, uh, it'll be locked at 60... I don't know, there's like, I can't remember what the exact like, things are. I'm just going to click the fucking link, you know, that'd be a good idea, wouldn't it? Or did I not click, did I not put the link? There we go. This is from uh, GameGrin.com. I can read where this is from, because this is where I sourced it from. Uh, last year's 2011, uh, remaster of 2011 Saints Row III is getting an upgrade for current gen consoles. Um, so Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 will run at 60 frames per second with 4K resolution. The Series S will have two options. Performance mode uh, at 60fps at 1080 or beauty mode, which is 30fps employing upscaled 4K. Um... PlayStation 5 owners will get activity support as well as uh, subtle signature Saints Row Purple Glow on the DualSense. The upgrade will be free to last-gen owners of the game on both PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X slash S. Uh, the Saints Row the third remastered upgrade will arrive on the 25th of May along its Steam and Girl Games uh, release. Makes me wonder now, do I actually own that fucking game? Uh, you know, I've got what? Saints Row Third, but on the 360. I've just checked. So I won't be getting it. I think I have... I think I have Saints Row Remastered on the fucking Switch. <laughs> I think that's where I got it. Oh, who knows? Maybe, maybe a year or so down the line you might get the um, remastered for the, um, the Switch Pro with the OLED screen. Mm, I really do want a Switch Pro if that's real. I think that'd be awesome. Um, what's interesting though, I'm on the wrong signal source on my Xbox. There, I'm, I'm checking my games. I'm checking my games. You can hear the wong wong of the fucking thing in the background here. Uh, SS, come on, get PQRS. Fuck, I've got Saints Row 2, Saints Row 4 remastered, and get out of help, I don't have Saints Row 3 remastered. Son of a bitch. How much does that cost? <laughs> uh, is there an offer on it? Have a look. Um,. Oh god, you're gonna love this uh, AMS uh, and look. So it's thirty-two ninety-nine for the remastered uh, currently. On uh... a bit pricey for a 
Elvish game. Hmm. I think that's probably why I didn't touch it on the Xbox, but I did on the Switch because it was cheaper on the Switch. I think what they did with it as well is they probably smoothed out how the problems were with it because I know, especially Saints Row 4, fuck me, the the game chugged at times for uh, figuring out what it was doing. So, um, it'd be interesting to see. I'm hoping they'll do like a sale when it comes out properly. So we can pick it up a bit cheaper. I really do want to play it again. And that was co-op as well. That was like two-player co-op. Um, but yeah. I mean, to be honest, I didn't play Saints Row 1 or 2. But Saints Row 3 was where I started. And that had like the dildo bat, the crazy fucking things. I think the trailer for the, the game was literally uh, the boss that you play as just fucking cock shotting someone in the in the dick and that was like the whole trailer and it's like Saints Row 3 coming and it's just like punches this guy full bore in the dick and then like the next trailer was like you doing suplexes and shit on people and it just looked really fucking fun and it was it was really fucking fun and then Saints Row 4 was like okay now you're a superhero and you have a dubstep gun get at it and it was even better um Game of Hell, I didn't really get into, but I feel like they've kind of ran a bit dry on the well. But apparently, there is another Saint Row game coming. They, really? Yeah. Apparently, they're working on another Saint Row game. Um, I think what they might do is, from what they said, they might just ignore the fact they blew up the world in three, uh, sorry, in four, and just like reset it to like after three. Um. Well, they'll probably have some sort of, um, <clears throat> you know, event in f four where they you have made like a time machine and was you. Well, they had a time back. machine in four, though. That was the thing. Do you think it'd be uh, more like a kind of Time two kind of thing? Well, maybe because uh, I know at the end of four they literally had. Uh, was it Tina Turner that sang? If we can turn back time, they had that yeah. on the credits, and then them yeah. going through historical thing and having historical people on the ship because Correct. they had this yeah. Was it yeah. yeah yeah thank yeah. you <laughs> i was singing it in my head and i was like no that went to that was share <laughs> yeah so they had that going on on the back of that and it was just it was just really fucking funny like the whole game was like okay you're in the matrix and you have superpowers and then uh, you get to the end of the game, you beat the bad guy, and it's like, oh, there was a time machine. You couldn't do it all, and it's like, what do I want to though? And then like the guys just like the saints just fuck off through time having adventures, and I feel like maybe Saints Row Five will be like how you said they start off at the end of four, and maybe they're all partied out from doing time travel, and they just the first mission is resetting the timeline so the world doesn't explode, like killing Zinyak early or something. Uh, that was the bad guy's name. Like, kill him early so he doesn't blow up the world. And then it's like, okay, thank you, world. We're back. Uh, let's have fun, whatever. But be cool. It will be cool. So, uh, I think you posted this one, Dolph. Sony. No, this was you, I think. Me. Yeah, you posted. The, I think it's a, uh, a little hit on the um. 
You know, I actually didn't watch this one, so I haven't got a fucking clue. <laughs> I did have a little quick nose through it. Um, I, from what I remember, they've got an interesting lawsuit on their hands because I think they're trying to monopolize on digital downloads only. So, oh yeah, that was physical, it. Physical copies aren't for PS Five anymore. Which kind of or digital, which is it's not much different from what um, Epic used to do with the um, buying out all these fucking exclusives at the start. Yeah, uh, although this is anti-consumerism because you are actively forcing uh, people to a certain medium. Yeah, it's like, oh, you you want to buy PlayStation games? You can't go to Game or GameStop anymore. You have to buy it from us directly because we want monies. Yeah, and it's like, well, what if I don't have an internet connection? Poor you, fuck you, suck a dick. Next person. That's that's how I feel that that is, and that's that. Xbox got a lot of shit for their always on, and you can't swap digital things. And Sony took the piss, and now Sony doing that, and Xbox are just like, we're doing what we need to do. I've got the Mass Effect Remastered Edition right, and they recently did uh, a digital foundry on the PS5 and Xbox Series X and S uh, yeah. in the comparisons of how they run. And the PlayStation 5 version has the most dips in frame rate compared to the Xbox version. The Xbox version runs smoother. It doesn't run flawlessly. Uh, there are parts of the game, especially the first game, that really taxes how it renders shit. Um, but uh, I forget Mass Effect was originally on Xbox first, originally. Yeah. And it, it was originally an Xbox exclusive until they thought, you know, I'll put it over to PlayStation. When they thought, oh, yay, money. Yes, please. But, um, I, I, I don't know. I really do think that it's definitely a, um, dick move. Hmm. Just how. And again, how many dick moves has Sony done this year so far? Quite a few. It just makes me chuckle. Like, oh, we're we're for the gamers, for the players, for the. And it's like you guys have done nothing to really make your fan base want to stay with you. So, so show me. So, so, see what they've done. So, what have done so far? Um, they've stopped a third part making plates for the PS Five. Yep. They've um... only just. Unlocked the uh, expansion ports for the NVMEs, but I've not heard yeah. if there's any compatible drives yet for it, and yeah, what drives um, it take. Well, obviously they've done this um, anti-consumerism thing. Mm -hmm. uh, they're uh, having joystick issues with their well, controllers, yeah. drifts, uh, the haptic feedback. Triggers breaking and yeah, locking up. Um, they're, supply they're, issues. Yeah, supply issues. Mind you, Xbox has got that as well, so I have to give them that. Um, yep, so, yep. Then this weird achievement thing where, where they give... they. I don't know if they're still going to charge you for it, but they have got like these online guides of how you complete achievements in the game or trophies. And I'm pretty sure that that was going to be marketable as a oh, you want this certain achievement? Here's a guide. It costs you like 20 pence or something like that to purchase this guide to unlock this achievement. 
But then you could just go on fucking line and look. I know. And that's it's... what I was just going to say. You could just go on IGN and search for the walkthrough. Because I know for a and fact. And that'll tell you exactly what you need to do. I know for a fact that I think it's Astro's Playroom that is on there. There is like guides that they've already posted up on release date for you to like, oh, you want this achievement in the game? Do this. Here's the guide. And it's like, what happened to learning for yourself and figuring it out yourself? I got lost yeah, in the Citadel only, for only... fucking 20 minutes on Mass Effect the other day because I couldn't remember that the C-Sec is where you go to undock. Yep. <laughs> down, the down the elevator. That's the thing. When you, right, when, what happens when you first enter the Citadel? You have a cutscene, you pop up in Odina's yeah. office. Yeah, and then you um, pop over to the, um, the, the counsellor. The mm -hmm. There's no indication of where the fuck you are in relation to the, to the dock. And it never explicitly tells you how to get out either. And with that, there's two elevators as well. There's an elevator that takes you from the Presidium up to the council chambers, and then you've got one from the Presidium that takes you down to the... Um, the wards and... So the the underwards, yeah. Yeah. Where you and... find um, a few people. And you've got, and you, well, you actually, no, you actually have three elevators, isn't it? Yeah, because you go to C-Sec, no, you... and then you go in C-Sec to the fucking docking elevator. It took me so long to remember that that was a fucking thing. I felt like such a dickhead. It was like in Portal 2, when you realised you could use the gel to like coat the walls in a certain place to do the bouncy jump shit that you needed to do to progress. Yeah. I had that feeling in Mass Effect. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why am I lost so in a game I've played? So, when you're doing the elevators, are they, is, it, is it still preloaded, quick loading screens? Or <clears throat> so, still drag out? Because on the original Mass Effect on the 360, the elevators were basically like the loading screens where you'd have a little banter between your um, yep. squad. Yep. I deliberately do not skip any of that because uh, after about three or four seconds on the Series X, it's like a skip. And it will cut all the dialogue and like the next floor will be the floor you get off at. Otherwise, the game kind of loads in the background, but... Um, you can then listen to the dialogue and then it stops the elevator after the dialogue. Um, which yeah. is still so a the, lot quicker. So it, it does load quicker. You have the option to skip the um, thing when it's done. Yeah. Like the free but I, I'm, I'm like, no. You have to suffer my suffering. Um, I think that was one of the highlights I liked about the Mega Mass Effect. Is the, the banter you get from the squad mates. Specifically between Rex and um, Garrus. Yeah, I I just like the immersion, of, immersion of it, immersion in it, immersion of it all because, like you are riding the elevator and you of course you're gonna hear the news. Kind of like in Cyberpunk when you get in there, the lifts in there you can't skip them; they don't load any quicker. If uh you do anything like that, you literally stand in the elevator, ride the elevator down, listen to some shitty talk show while you're going down. Or some like you watch like video news thing and then just get off the lift. Whereas at least with um, yeah. like Mass Effect, it's pointing at things you might have done or will do. So it's like, oh, the colony in Ferris has been under attack from blah blah blah. Miners have not been able to do their job, and it's like you go there and save them. That's then... uh, that's Exogeny, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I yeah. I literally oh yeah Exogeny yeah. I literally just did that, and then went to Sol to try and 
do the rogue AI in Luna. I'm, I'm going to come back to that later on, I think, because I had three cracks in, and I'm just like, I'm not fucking doing <laughs> on stream. Good. Yeah, the rogue. If you're, if you're unprepared, the rogue AI is a little bit difficult. If you're unprepared. Hey, I need to level up some more, I think, and go back. Mm. Um. Yeah, I like how we've gone from like, oh, so many interesting lawsuit to. <laughs> yeah. But Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, else is good. Go on. Nintendo Switch Pro. So this thing has been speculated about for ages. We still don't I think know... we touched on this uh, either last podcast or the one before that, I think. Mm. We still don't so know... It's rumored to have the, the OLED display and it be, I think, about two inches larger. Yeah, we still don't know anything about its actual design. Uh, and will it have detachable controllers? Will it be um, dockable? Will it be... Just like a base console, like an actual Xbox or something like that this time round. The there are speculations and I think there was many patents on the Switch and people are like picking things that sound like this should be it. And then putting that in the uh the oh. ring of like this is what the Switch Pro will look like. And it's not like the Switch Pro isn't coming because in firmware updates that people have data mined, they are finding features of Switch Pro, like um, uh, Bluetooth support for um, speakers and headphones is there. You can't turn them on at the moment in, in the settings. Those settings don't work, but they're there for future updates and stuff. And the fact that the Nintendo Switch dock can receive updates, uh, that's going to be a thing. So you can update your dock, which probably means the dock will have support for this 4K question mark uh, Switch Pro that's coming. Because um, that was the thing. They're like, oh, it's going to be 4K, the Switch Pro. And it's like, Nintendo have never classically tr like chased 4K or stuff like that. And I think if they're going to do a Switch Pro, it'll just be a more beefier version of the switch now it'll have better um better life battery life it'll probably like double or triple the battery life they'll have uh top whack processors in there they'll be super yeah. fast and super uh easy like on the power so they'll last longer and they'll load shit real quick um and i don't think they're gonna go 4k i don't really see a reason to make a portable gaming system 4k would it be cool if they do it 720 at the most i would have thought they would have done 720 well, no they do 1080 now really? it's yeah when you take it out of the dock the nintendo switch is 720p when you put it in the dock it's 1080p so on your tv screen 1080 in your hand 720 now if they made it so the pro was 1080 in your hands uh like 4k in dock Maybe, or if they just made it like 1080 in your hands, 1080 but like faster loading Not times cool. and uh better detail and resolution in docked mode when it's receiving more power and it can pump out better uh signal, then mm. yeah, okay, I, I can see that. I'd fuck with that. Um, but I don't know, I, I don't, 
think Nintendo were bothered about 4K. They they made the Wii when the 360 was about. And they made the Wii U when the Xbox One was around. And, and the Wii U was only as powerful as a 360. So it makes me feel like if they're going to do it, it'll be like as powerful as an Xbox One. Uh, like real, it'll be like really fucking powerful, but really fucking portable as well. And you can dock it and undock it and shit. And they'll probably do like a, a second pass of Joy Cons that aren't going to be dog shit over time. Uh, I don't personally have any drifty Joy Cons, but like there are people out there that definitely do. And if they can fix that, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, the the Switch Pro. Until they actually show us anything about it, I you can only speculate, but I don't think they're going to go 4K. That's my personal opinion. I don't know if you guys uh, want to give your opinion and think, uh, tell me otherwise, or why they would, but looking at Nintendo's track record for how they have handled next-gen consoles and stuff like that, they've just done them. They've just done what they needed to do. They're making Breath of the Wild look fucking great in 1080p on a fucking handheld. Uh, and it runs as smooth as fuck. So, if they can do that shit, do you really need 4K in your Switch? Probably not. No. No. And I don't think so. I mean, I think the, the bigger benefit they'll probably have with the new Switch Pro will be a larger internal memory. Yeah. Because that is a little bit of a joke. Or... They give you the option to have a larger SD memory because I don't think the Switch can take more than a terabyte of SSD, uh, micro SSD. And there are larger ones than one terabyte in SSD. What's your SSD card in your um, Switch? It was a really big one that 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 lost Tom would get. Which was what? I think mine's like four hundred gigs. Yeah, I think something like that, yeah. 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 Oh, that's a point as well. I saw a Seagate PlayStation branded external hard drive, one terabyte, and I saw a Xbox Seagate uh, one terabyte expa- uh, external hard drive. How much do you think they cost? Are they SSD or? No, they're just regular hard drives. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure Xbox has some sort of um deal with Seagate, so I'm guessing those will be their one will be cheaper. Right. So the Sony brand so, one. Well, I got my I got my five terabyte one for eighty quid, priced down from one twenty. But the Xbox two terabyte Seagate was uh, fifty nine, I think. So I'm going to probably say for about thirty for Xbox. And probably forty five for PlayStation. Well, these are two terabytes, so I'm I'm sorry about that. So the PlayStation or branded one is seventy five pounds. The Xbox branded one is seventy pounds. Hmm. <laughs> There's nothing like paying for your fucking name, considering these are Functionally identical inside, it's just the outside that's different. You're paying £5 for the privilege of it having a PlayStation 4 fucking logo on it. And if you bought this Seagate game drive 
uh, on branded, it would probably not even be 60 quid. Uh, so the, the, the two terabyte one I saw in Alvis was um was that was like fifty four ninety nine or fifty nine ninety nine for two yeah. terabyte. Uh, I mean, if you're that worried about wanting a, a brand logo on your external hard drive, just get a stencil and colour it on. Yeah, or get some stickers. Uh, the four Even terabyte that, Seagate game drive for Xbox in white, ninety nine pounds. Christ, that's still that's still if you think about it, if you add two of the two terabyte PlayStation fours together. It, 75 quid each mm. it's cheaper to buy the fucking 4 gig Xbox one and just hide it behind your console somewhere if you really care about what's on the front of it it's crazy that just goes to show like how branding is everything I, I went and found uh, a 512 SSD Seagate and there was an Xbox branded one and then the, I found the, the model of it that was the same model but wasn't Xbox branded and I think I saved £10 just doing that it's silly, it's absolutely silly how they can do that it's, it's like Supervisor in a sense you, know, you're like, you can buy the well, you can buy the known brand or you can buy the own brand mm. and it's basically the same fucking thing I mean, sometimes it is the same thing. It's just different packaging. I mean, say take take painkillers for example. You can go to a supermarket, buy their own brand. So, say ibuprofen, get sixteen tablets for what forty pence. Hmm. Go, go, go get the Nurofen ibuprofen. You're paying what four pounds? Three fifty four quid for the same amount. Yeah. The only difference is is the amount of um uh the different quantities of what if whatever's inside the tablets. Hmm. Still gonna sort. It's still gonna help soothe your pain. It's just one's gonna act a little bit quicker, but you're paying an extra what three three fifty on top for a fucking logo. It is quite silly. So gonna off a, a slight tangent. Yeah. Uh, when my when <laughs> when my niece went to see my with my dad a number of years back, she only ever ate Heinz baked beans. Mm-hmm. So uh, my my stepmom she. She literally, no word of a lie, she um she kept an old tin of um Heinz and left her one time when she came down again. She took the label off that and stuck it around the own brand from Morrison's. <laughs> so she 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 she, she when he saw and poured the um the the quote Heinz beans into the t- into the pan. You know, cooking it away. Just the lid, so yeah. at the end after she held it in she said, say, So how was your beans? He's like, Yeah, really nice. I like Heinz. She said, Well, She's like, one sec. She went. Someone went to the kitchen, came back out, pulled the Heinz label off the uh, Morrison's own brand, and she's like, "And you say you like Heinz baked? Only Heinz baked beans? You just had um Morrison's own brand?" She's like, "Oh, that's actually pretty nice." <laughs> like dun dun dun! It was me, Morrison's huh. beans all along. It wouldn't be M and S beans, though, would it? It would have fucking cost an arm and leg for that. I mean, you'd have to have a mortgage for fucking M and S baked beans. <laughs> Although I bet you would have the most polite little of a fart when you have yeah. M&S baked beans. They're like, one yeah. is tooted. <laughs> Instead of like, <laughs> that you get with every regular baked bean. Oh, one tooted, one fruited. Yes. 
One sounds like they shot themselves, one of them sounds like they were trying to play a French horn. And failing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alright, so the last topic we've got, I don't know jack shit about, really. I know... Um, this this came out from a, a, another source in one of our crew. Uh, but there was, like, nothing to back this up. So I don't know whether we should keep this in or not. It'd be literally like, this is this, well, good night. If, 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 if this is coming to our agenda, it's going to be very, very well dumbed down. Um, it's either that or they will do a thing where the... <laughs> They did the Battlefield 3 thing. You know when they had like the download the HD texture pack? Make your game not look like shit. We're talking about Battlefield uh, 6, by the way. Battlefield 6 apparently is coming to PlayStation 4 and the, the Xbox One uh, consoles. And Still confirmed for holiday release this year, and it is confirmed to be coming to last-gen common uh, consoles. I think if they're going to push the graphics, it's probably going to be 30 FPS locked on old-gen. Yeah, more and than likely. Like 4K 60 on uh, newer gen, uh, and then if you want the 4K graphics pack, you have to download that if you're on Xbox uh, One X or the yeah. PlayStation 4 Pro. Whereas, like, the probably it'll be one of those things where the best way to play this game will be current gen, not uh, just now last gen. Although apparently Resident it, Evil Village looks fucking dope as fuck um, on old tech still. So they could pull off like an amazing uh, looky-loo and go look how we fucking made this work on our um, what the fuck's the Frostbite engine? Um, fuck. Uh, I feel like Frostbite 5 at this point. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if they make it work and it looks really good and it runs really smooth... Yeah, fucking go for it. But it could be a cyberpunk. Like, promise the fucking world delivers a wet fart. But then again, like I said, the, the Series X and the PlayStation 5 versions of cyberpunk run a hell of a lot better. They look a little bit better. Um, but they're not perfect. No. And I think... Battlefield is EA, so they're going to try and shove it on many games are perfect, unfortunately. But I do reckon that they're going to try and jam Battlefield 6 on whatever they can fucking fit it on that'll run it. So, um, well, I think I did see something about a what's it? There's going to be a mobile Battlefield game developed to be released in, in 2022. Ooh, no. Yeah. I, do you know what I really want EA to do? I really want EA to be like fucking go shit. Nintendo Switch is selling like hotcakes. Let's put some Battlefield games on there. Let's put Bad Company Two on there. Let's put Battlefield Three on there. But let's put Battlefield Four on there because it would probably run them. Yeah, but I don't think Nintendo will want um predatory loot boxes on their devices. I, I'm going to say that's probably why that it's only like it's literally like just FIFA that you get on there. Let's face it, the Switch is more geared for, um, say, children anyway, I would say. Yeah. Or um, more of a kiddie. Well, I keep saying, oh, maybe EA should do this, but I can put their games on here. But then I always 
think forget to think that maybe this Nintendo went, nah, fuck off. <laughs> We're doing really well. Get fucked. <laughs> Put your yeah, EA shit your, somewhere else. We don't need your loot box tarnishing our reputation. Yeah, we'll take FIFA off you and then you can fuck off. <laughs> I'd love that though if like that's what like, Nintendo of America and Nintendo of Japan said to fucking EA yeah we'll take your FIFA but you can fuck right off if you think you're giving us any other bullshit that has loot boxes in it and even then they like EA do, done them shit anyway because it's like oh we're going to give you FIFA 19 three times in a row we're just yep. slightly different team names and fucking stadium names and shit and not only that, we're keep, we, we, we set your FIFA Ultimate Team every year. Hmm. So you can give us more monies. Yeah, it's like, oh, your Ultimate Team? Yeah, it doesn't carry over. Even though it's the same game three times on Switch. Pff, no. I, I can imagine that FIFA 22, when it comes out, the Switch will be FIFA 19 again. <laughs> Just fucking um, reskinned again. And IGN are going to have a fucking field day. With well, they might just, um, you know, just copy and replace their... Um... I can just no, imagine that. Time. It's like, until EA fucking pulls the thumb out of their arse, we're going to copy-paste the review and give them shit scores every year. I don't blame them. You're going to get people like, I've seen this game before, and be like, what do you mean, isn't it? Like, yeah, I kind of really wanted to find out if I could pick up a copy of FIFA 19 on the Switch, just dirt cheap, because I'm like, fuck it, I'm playing FIFA 19, 20, and 21. Yep. It is silly. It's silly that, like I said, they could have made more money doing the release a FIFA game every mm -hmm. three years and then release a team and roster, like season pack, and it literally be, these players have moved to this team, this is the new uniform, this is the new look of the stadiums for this season. 20 quid. And people would buy that and be happy. But of course, yeah. nickel and diming is EA's fucking MO. Water, yeah. Yeah. Fuck them for all they've got. EA. Challenge everything. Even the court system. Yeah. Oh, but, um, yeah, I... I don't know. I, uh, like I said, Battlefield 6 could come out and it could be fucking great. It needs to be... Battlefield 6 is like secondary title underneath it needs to say bad company and three in that particular order bad company and three yay do you understand this bad company three because fans have been wanting that single player experience of those guys close on to 15 years now i think it was fucking when did fucking battle Bad company come out uh, battlefield 2 was no not Battlefield 2 Bad company 2 was 2008 2009 to uh release date uh bad company 2 was 2010 11 years 2nd of march 2010 it came out yeah but you're forgetting one thing according to ea single player games are dead the multiplayer on that game was fucking brilliant, though. They they didn't know what they did with that game. That game was like, this village is in my way. Fuck it. We're going to flatten it with tanks. And you just did. Oh, there's walls in my way. You know, we just blast it away. Yeah, it's like, I need to get through to this uh, 
MCOM station and defuse it. Just whips grenade launcher, blows out five walls in a straight line and straight lines it to the thing in cover. Done. Although the, the, the one thing that always pissed me off was the magnum rounds on the shotguns because it turned it into like a, a straight line sniper rifle. If you could see where a person was, you could fucking shoot them with it. And it was usually a one-shot round uh, kill. But I, I loved, like, this guy's been a prick in this building. The building is coming down, boys. Fucking artillery strike. Or just dr drop tank shells on it until it fucking destroys. Battlefield 4 was really good for that in some places as well. If um, you played the... the Oh fuck, the the one that has the train room through the middle of it, that map. You can pretty much drop that entire village. There's very little structures that will stay up. In um in Battlefield Bad, uh, Bad Company 2 and in Battlefield 3 and 4, they toned that down quite a lot. I used to love just collapsing villages. Like, I'm going to drive a tank through because I can. Or I'm going to fucking uh, just pound this fucker who's sniping me to death. If I if I don't kill him, the the building collapsing on top of him will. Those were like Crap. the mechanics that were great. And then, like Battlefield Three toned it back a lot. Then back, uh, Battlefield Four brought it back, and they did for the most part do some real fucking good work. Like, um, it was weird how it worked though on Battlefield Four because like the the building groaned and then all this dust came down. And then when you did that, you're like, oh shit, I've got to go now. You had like three seconds to get out. Whereas, I think how it worked in Bad Company 2 is as long as you had two walls up or a corner piece of the wall, the building would stand on that. But as soon as you took out like that last corner and it would just had one wall, the whole building would start to shake and collapse. Um, And I, I feel like they've gone for graphics over gameplay. Yeah. I, I just want a Battlefield game where I go fucking full just cause on them and I just destroy their fucking life. They're, they are all holed up in bunkers and shit. I want to be able to get a bomber and just carpet bomb the living fuck out of them until it is a crater in the ground. And I feel like Bad Company 6... Uh, bad, bad Company 6, wow, fuck my life. I really want Bad Company, can you not tell by how it's in my head as I'm talking about Battlefield? I feel well, you like... know Bad Company 6 was about 80 years ago, you know that, right? Yeah, I feel like Battlefield 6 needs to be a Bad Company game. It needs to have the silliness back again, because the game had a very serious tone to it, like the whole... Um, bad Company 1 was Nazi gold. Uh, bad Company 2 was... They didn't explain the difference between Bad Company 1 and Bad Company 2, by the way. It was the same characters, but they just didn't explain the fact that they all ran off with Nazi gold at the end of Bad Company 1, and in Bad Company 2, it's never mentioned. So they could do that in Bad Company 3. They don't have to go with the cliffhanger ending they did for Bad Company 2. They could just do a fresh Bad Company game with the characters returning and doing some other dumb shit. Um... Because I can't remember, I think it was called like the Wonder Weapon or something like that. The um, the like the the thing, and it was like a mobile EMP that destroyed everything. Um, and 
Like, this is how ridiculous the game got. You jumped out of a plane to shoot a guy at the end of the fucking game after you destroy the plane by blowing it up while you're inside it. And that had the fucking weapon in it. And it was cool, because it started off as, like, this World War II, like, shooter at the beginning. Um, and you, you're running around trying to take out, well, meet this guy. And then you hear the noise of the weapon going off in the background. Sounds like a, a trumpet going, but it's like a trumpet noise. And it was just louder and louder and louder and shit shaking and like the sky's going dark. And then, um, like you find out that this weapon is deployed on this island and it, it fucks everything up. And then later on in the game, you find like a, a prototype of it. Yeah. In the desert. And then you figure out from that, that this is really bad news. You need to stop it. Um, it's just such a such a, like a good story. It didn't at the end of the, the game was you stopped this weapon and the Russians were invading fucking America, very like Modern Warfare two sort of thing. But they didn't actually have to follow through on it because Bad Company one didn't follow, or Bad Company two didn't follow through on Bad Company one's ending. They weren't rich. They weren't uh living in some like country with all this nazi gold that they nicked off the nazis and took down this regime they were still bad company in uh the debt of the the fucking army because they were the worst the worst who did dumb shit like uh preston marlow i think slept with the colonel's daughter and punched out the colonel and that's why he was in bad company never really said why the sarge was in it uh sweetwater hacked uh, like NSA or something was put in uh, Bad Company for that and then I forgot what the other guy was called uh, but he was like an explosive expert and he bombed <laughs> he blew up something he shouldn't have done because he thought it was cool he basically yeah. was fucked around with explosives he shouldn't, he shouldn't have been fucking around with Um, so those characters alone you could put them in any situation and have them banter and fight their way out. Because, like, in the downtime and stuff in Bad Company 2, they would talk about movies and stuff they watched. And be like, oh, this kind of gives me, like, a Predator vibe. And it's like, Predator vibe? It's like, yeah, like, the jungle we're in. It's like, yeah, except for, you know, the trees aren't fucking exploding and there's no green blood everywhere. And they'd have, like, these very down-to-earth um, things, like... Uh, one of them was also obsessed with monster truck, like Truckosaurus kind of thing. And he'd be like, oh, what do you think would happen if Truckosaurus took on this? And then they'd have like this debate between who would win out of a, like two fictional fighting robot car things. And it was just cool to hear that kind of banter in the background while you're doing shit. And the Battlefield games went serious after Bad Company. And it, it, I think it went worse for it. And it'd be cool just for them to go, you know what? Let's give the fans a silly bad company single player. But give them the old school you want to fucking level a village with a tank? You level a village with a tank, my friend. Um, Gameplay that the bad company 2 had. 
And they'd sell it gangbusters. But they're not going to because fuck EA. Yeah. yeah, this is how passionate I am about bad company games. They were really fucking good. And the Ooh. first bad company game was also a 360 exclusive. Or a console exclusive, I think. It never came out on PC. I've just got my second battery one, so we might need to start having this up. Alright, cool. Yep. Yeah, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm down to 8% battery. <laughs> Alright, guys and girls, that has been episode 80 of the Spawns in Pajamas podcast. I have been Loz. Uh, Dolph, do you want to do the proper outro? Tell people how they can get in contact with us. Well, you can reach myself on Twitter, at Dolphin Rapture. Uh, do the hashtag SRP podcast. Leave your question. Nothing religious, nothing political, nothing racist. Don't be a dick. Uh, you can reach Star on Twitter as well, at Stardust2118. Same questions apply. Um, Bob, how can I reach you? Uh, Twitter. Ragey underscore Koo, I believe. Yep. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. And as always... Same. And same for, for Bob as Dolph. Um, and then for me, I agree with these guys, but just play it how Dolph says for the rules, and we'll happily entertain questions, stuff like that. Um, you can contact me wherever you find LozG1985. Uh, so Xbox, Twitter, Instagram, um, Club Penguin, fucking RuneScape, uh, uh, Stardew Valley, fucking Animal Crossing, Pokemon Go. Whoever you can send a message on, you'll be able to leave me a message. That see, this is be the most one. I don't think you can do it without being my friend. But I'd love to get. I just like I log into Animal Crossing one day, and it's just a fucking message from somebody. It's like, hey, I've got a podcast question for you. <laughs> uh, I mean, that'd be great. <laughs> I, I'd actually love that. Yeah. But yeah. So if you see Lodge, uh, Lodge G 1985 um, also nearly forgot about it, and I am trying to wrap this up because I know Dolph's nearly fucking dead on his battery. The Anchor app, you can leave voice messages through that service on the Anchor app. And uh, that would be cool too because I can then download that file. I can put that file in the podcast topics area and when we get to the questions part of the podcast, when we have questions to make a question part of this podcast, uh, we can then go, okay, question from blah, blah. It's an audio message. Ready, guys? Everybody press play on three, two, one, boop. And then everyone listens to the message. I play it on my end and it comes through on the um, recording because I'm recording the voices. They just listen to it on their end. Um, and then we all have an opinion on it. Or we answer your question as best we can. And that would be the coolest thing you can do. Um, other than the Animal Crossing uh, thing as well. But, uh, yeah, okay. I'm going to wrap this up now. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.